I like I love that analogy, Arf. I really do. It's a bit of a reach, but it, it, yeah. It, it, I mean, in that analogy, technically, that person should probably also get the terminally ill disease. Yeah, but... it's contagious. <laughs> it's contagious. Well, speaking about boats that fall over, yesterday my sister didn't know that the Titanic was real. What the fuck? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. yeah, yeah, like straight up. Listen, Leo fucking sold that job. Like he was acting his ass off that movie. It... Nice. Never seen the movie either. <laughs> she never. <laughs> hey, I've never seen the movie. I've never. Seen I've it. never seen the movie either, honestly. Yeah. But um. But hey, Leo. But I know Leo was acting his ass off. Fix that. <laughs> the great fucking movie. Um. Also, one of those great movies that's a story within a story. Like this. Give me another example. Uh Princess Bride. Mm, Princess Diary. Uh, you're right. Princess uh, Bride. No, you're right. You're right. Princess, Princess Diary is better though. I'm again. It's not, and I still think <laughs> Diary is a top thirty movie of all time. But it's not better than Princess Bride. I've never seen Princess Bride. Okay, that <laughs> needs to be fixed before <laughs> Titanic. That needs to be fixed before Titanic. That's that is, important. This that is an all time movie, and it's gonna yeah. get. It is. There's so many good references in it. Um, Maybe uh, one. Uh. I mean, marriage marriage is <laughs> okay. what us together uh, uh my name is Diego Montoya you killed my father prepare to die. die um inconceivable i do not it. think that <laughs> word means what you think it means <laughs> uh when he says i could go all day stop rhyming i mean it yeah does anybody want a peanut <laughs> <laughs> the dread pirate roberts Yep, Dread Pirate um, Roberts. The um the uh, uh the Battle of Wits. I'm a I'm Australian, but you knew that, so that means you put the thing in your glass. <laughs> um, rodents of unusual size, R O U S S. Oh God! Oh the uh, the he's only mostly dead. Yeah, only mostly dead. You look uh, like a fucking idiot right now, Bryce. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Egg on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, uh, oh, as you wish, probably. Was. I was just thinking that one. That one's the most. Yeah. But anyway, it's a story within a story because it starts with like this kid's at home sick in like twenty, probably two thousand, and his grandpa comes in. And he's like, "I want to read you the story," and it's the story that he reads, and you kind of go in and out of the story. Mm. Titanic is spoilers. Princess Buttercup, come on now. She's the woman. In House of Cards. House of Cards. No, I've never seen it. I'd love to figure out if there's any other ways we can criticize criticize Bryce before we start here. <laughs> well, oh wait, also we, we totally lost the forest through the trees there. I can't believe she thinks Titanic was not real. Mm, great call. <laughs> and we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I am joined as always by my esteemed co-hosts, Michael Gutierrez and Bryce Mulder. Uh, Michael's rocking a, I don't even know what to call it, but a beautiful little stash right now. Not, nothing too fancy, but it's visible on the Zoom, and that's all we care about. Michael, how are you doing this evening? Appreciate that, and I appreciate you noticing. I'm doing great. Um, I'm doing really great. Uh, I just found out that the Titanic anniversary is coming up here in a couple of days. Yep. Um, so just good to celebrate our fallen heroes. And then uh, it was Masters Week this, uh, this past weekend, so celebrated um, my master's hangover by um kind of just checking out at 2 p.m today went to the grocery store 
kind of just meandered back and uh, got some emails waiting for me in my inbox, but I just needed to take care of me today. So everyone take your, uh, take your mental health days. They'll be there tomorrow. They'll be there tomorrow. I might take another mental health day tomorrow as well, but they'll, they'll be there Wednesday. And, and that's probably where we draw the line. Bryce, how are we feeling? I'm good. I actually, it's my first day back to work after a mental health month. So (laughs) I took that one off and we've just really been gathering ourselves, but no, um, a steam colleague is the first nice things that these two men have said to me all day. We've been on this call for 20 minutes. So I appreciate that Harv. Um, but yeah, I'm doing good. Yeah, we uh we got a fun episode of Survivor to talk about. Um, Bryce alluded to it. It might get a little contentious. There wasn't a ton of strategy, I guess. There was a little bit at the end in this episode that to talk about, but w- there's a few things we need to we need to break down. And honestly, the first and maybe most important one. I don't know if there's going to be any blood drawn uh, between the three of us on this pod, but a future potential guest of ours, um, we might have an issue with. Um, guys, I really need to know, how do you pronounce um, the thing that you put your groceries in after you're done shopping? God, Jesus mm. Christ. It is a bag. Bryce? A bag. Yeah, it's a bag. It's a bag. Michael, um, I'm surprised you said yeah, bag. Yeah, Michael, Michael is kind of a, yeah, he's, a he's he can move and shake between it's the because, dialects. Exactly. It's because I'm talking to you guys. If I'm talking to someone from the North Woods or even from the Twin Cities, I'm you may as well have never spoken to me because I'm going to sound completely different. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was your sabbatical on the West Coast. That my was... sabbatical and my little brief sabbatical on the West Loosened Coast. Loosened up the tongue. Um, Carolyn uh, pronounces it big. Um, uh, one of our basketball teammates who will, maybe will come on the pod if he ever um, watches Survivor within 48 hours of it airing. Uh, Jack Stewart does the same. Um, it, it, it was a fun little note uh going into the episode though um we we get the merge not quite the merge but almost the merge everyone is on one beach um so those idols um that carson and jamie jamie and that's the end of the list because i think josh used his yep josh used his good call uh those those two remaining idols uh no longer have power carson admitted this pretty early on uh in the episode feels like something you don't need to say but because i was just wondering because of how the murgatory has played out before, maybe there's a way where they get split up onto separate beaches and then the idol has power again and he doesn't know it, but it probably won't bite him in the butt. I don't think it's going to bite him in the butt either. And it elicited, elicits? It elicits Lauren to share that she also has an extra vote, which I thought was a little out of pocket. I don't think she needed to do that, but she was just ready to share the information. So I think it was a good move on Carson's end. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. The way that it elicited the the other idols and other things played coming out really um, was different than the other tribes. I thought that was interesting seeing how they did that and everyone told each other where the other tribes, it was merge time and now we're separate in a way. So, yep. And to go over, it is um, extra vote Lauren, no immunity idol for Carson, fake idol for Jamie and a real idol for Caroline. Is that it? Are, we, are there only? I think it all dwindled out. Well, there's the fake, there? a fake idol Jamie has as well. So she believes she has two idols at this point. Oh, there, there's one have, more fake idol too. She doesn't have a real idol though, because that one just lost power. I thought after this week, yes. The the currently in this episode that we're reviewing, she does. Oh, I thought it was have, when. Oh, it was no, when they're man. on the same hey, beach. On you guys, the same beach, yeah. You're right. I'm wrong. I'll admit it. I, I messed up. <laughs> God, Big man. feels good. 
Yeah. Um, also, I think it's worth noting that Matt um, also doesn't have his vote for this episode. Yes, it good is call. Um, and so one another thing to mention on Matt, he he does briefly uh, tell Franny here that if there's a reward, he uh, he won't pick her um, because of their obvious ties. Franny gives him a little guilt trip to make him feel bad about it, and then they kind of hold hands, and it's cute. And I'm I'm a little surprised they're sticking around this long. Jeff and producers alluded to it before the season that we would have a showmance, but I kind of expected them to go down early with what we saw, but they're they're hanging in tough. Well, hanging in tough, but they've only been to one tribal council up to this point. Because oh. Matt Matt had two votes that he couldn't vote, yeah. and he's only That's used really one. Good so they've That's really only good been to one, yeah. So they're battling, but they have done a pretty good job. I mean, other than, like, Jamie didn't even know that they were together, and she was with them for a whole couple well, of days. Jamie... That... Yeah, that brings me to my next point. Um, Jamie, for the third or ninth or 18th time this season, um, comments on how great of a player she is. She's the most valuable player on the beach because she's got ties to to two different sides. If you can't see this, you're blind. You might be the worst survivor player. And uh, I don't know why we play the rest of the season. We might as well hand it to her right now, right? I'm very happy you said that because I had two quotes from Jamie written down and you just hit on one of them. I'm the MVP, and if everyone doesn't see it, they're blind. I mean, perfect. The next one is probably my favorite that we've ever seen. When talking to Franny about and Lauren, I think, about Josh, she says, 100%, he has a real idol. I don't think, I don't have, like, fact-checked confirmation, but I know. <laughs> and but 100%. We, and we know that he does not have an idol. Yeah. So... Um, uh... I have, I have, a, I just, I need to speak on Jamie because this was the one person I really wanted to talk about. First of all, I've been saying it on this podcast for weeks. I do not like Jamie. She's my, one of my last survivor fantasy players. And I've just hated her the whole time. Rewatched episode one this week. She has been wrong from the very beginning. Like <laughs> everything she was saying in episode one was wrong. Everything she's ep- said since has been wrong. But this week I wrote down, let's see. Seven things. The first one was, I don't like Jamie at all. The third one was, Jamie's terrible at reading people. And then the sixth one was, I hate Jamie. Okay. So it just, she's been so bad. So bad. That's my two cents on her. She's been bad. And especially as we were tasked, we'll talk about it later, a stud and dud of the episode. Again, we'll talk about it later. But I want, as soon as I saw that first five minutes, I'm like, okay, Jamie is going to be a dud here. It's She just kind of does hang around though. Like they give her a lot of really, really bad sound bites. But outside of that first um, tribal where she played and successfully played her shot in the dark, like she's mm-hmm. been fine. And I, and, it, and I, but I equally hate her. No, um, she's a top three um, survivor fantasy player this year in terms of point score. I know that's not anything, but no, like I mean, that's a lot of screen time. That's a lot of screen time. So have have we heard anybody else's opinion on her? Like in the game, has anyone on her tribe said, "Oh, Jamie's really smart. I'm working with her," or "She's annoying. I don't talk to her." Have we heard anything about her? The one thing from Franny. Oh, and then she played her shot in the dark the first night, and everyone was like, "Jamie's crazy. What is she doing?" Yeah, but... I don't think she feels like, and on this on this pod, we strictly try to stay away from the uh the edge talk as much as possible and just focus on the gameplay itself she feels like um a classic like she's just going to be there in the final four final three maybe and just like we don't really know much about her but she got the screen time 
she's always there she sticks around she doesn't talk much at final tribal and it just kind of she's just a, a character in the season that kind of goes down with it i would say at this point in the season is a fair time to start looking at who's had the most screen time yeah. because i think at this point if you're seeing people episode after episode those are the people you're expecting to see for a little bit longer like lauren i think she's a great player she could get pretty far in this game but like there's not been a ton of screen time maybe this is a huge mistake and she wins the game but you know there's other people who have had a lot of screen time even kane like yeah yeah kane's picked up i think that it's been carolina it's been the carolina and jam jam show though essentially for the first and but that again is because that tribe has been decimated but yeah I also just think if Bryce and I were talking a little bit before the show, those two are just such good TV. Like you can put them with Josh. You can put them with Sarah. You can put them with who is Carson. On, who, not, Helen Carson, like Helen, like they are just constant action and they don't even have to, like, they've already split up and come back together in the last episode. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just, it's just really fun. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, I have, I have thoughts on Carolyn this episode too. I mean, We'll get yeah. to those. So the next oh. thing um, that that's talked about early on here, um, and we just we started to touch on it. Um, Josh is going down with the ship um, with his fake idol. He, he's the second they combine the two uh, tribes and they're all on the same beach. He starts telling, um, see if I wrote it down. Uh, tells a couple people that it's real and starts spreading that. But then he tells Jamie that it's a fake because for some reason he might trust her. I'm not sure, but the second he tells her that it's a fake she instantly thinks that it must be true and it must be real because he told her it's a fake. Um, then Josh goes and starts talking in front of Jam Jam and Carolyn about how he played his idol at the last tribal and it was amazing and a great play. And Jam Jam's like getting a little annoyed in one of his confessionals. He's just all over the place telling different people different things, uh, rubbing people's face and what he's done in the past, just playing the worst overall survivor game you can at the merge it's just not a good look he's not he's not a heady player you try and get him to lock in he's like hey dude this when when we call this play this is what you do he doesn't get it yeah. like the first the so when jam jam was told i think it was danny and kane he's like i think we should vote for josh immediately a confessional of jam jam oh i shouldn't have said a name that was so stupid of me blah like i should have done that and then it immediately cuts to Josh and Josh. They're like, Oh, we don't have a name. We don't have a name. Josh goes, mm, Jam Jam's a snake. And like, it's like, dude, there's no, there's no self-awareness there. So I agree. He's been brutal. Yeah. And I don't know what he gains from that Harv. Do you think he gains anything from saying that he played his idol in the last tribal or whatever? Like everyone's going to figure that out eventually. Like if he gets to the final three, people are going to know that like, He's not helping his game in any way by saying this at the fire pit. And no, throwing and I, jam jam. I don't know if he was even trying to gain anything. I don't think he was thinking about the gameplay. I think he was just like, oh, I did something cool. I'm going to talk about it. And I don't know if there was that next level of thought of like, how is this going to impact the the players and the people around me? But, mm -hmm. but then again, we can say that in hindsight, like they were very concerned that he had an idol. So like just how many, I, like so many idols were out here that maybe we're in this age where you really don't have consequences to making shit up. There hasn't been a knowledge is power yet this season, right? There was a knowledge is power. I thought it was. And then it got, someone got voted out. out. I thought someone got voted out. It was, no, it was just um, Sarah. Had Sarah's okay. she had the, inheritance or whatever. I'm guessing 
if I had to make a guess, the one that Matt didn't get was probably a knowledge is power. Uh, that, that that's a good true. guess. That's a good guess. But the knowledge is power has still been brought up in this game, hasn't it? I thought someone made a decision based on maybe someone had knowledge is power. No, it could be. I don't know about a, a final decision. It's probably been discussed just because knowledge is power has been such it's a known. prevalent yeah. thing in the last yeah. couple of episodes or seasons, I should say. Good call. And, um, yeah. No, so the the last person we'll touch on before getting to the uh, the meat and potatoes of the episode with the the challenge and everything else is Carolyn. Um, she continues every episode. Yep. She is getting confessionals. She's getting screen time. She's getting gameplay. She's talking to people. She is she's just constantly on her screen. Part of that is what Michael just talked about. She's just great television. Part of that though, it really feels like she's she's sticking around um, to the end of this game. I don't know if she's going to make it to final tribal or if she's going to be final six whatever what it is whatever it is but she's going to be around for uh for the long haul um she she goes to carson um and tells him well actually she tells the camera she trusts carson 99.9 percent. she trusts jam jam 90 what is save four percent 94 percent. we settled on 94 um <laughs> so will be interesting to see if that threesome kind of circles back up going forward. I, I kind of like them. They kind of cover the bases pretty well as, mm-hmm. as a group um, for post-merge survivor. It makes a lot of sense to me. Um, Michael, you had a few thoughts you were holding back uh, in the chamber on Carolyn. Where, where, where are you at right now? I did have a few thoughts. Um, Bryce, did you want to jump in first before this train gets rolling or are you good? Um, up to you. Do you want me to go first? I feel like you might have some better thoughts than oh, I do. Okay. But- I might, you know, I, I usually take the opposite side of oh, Michael. Oh, I can set that up for you if you want. I'm not going to take the opposite side of you today. Hell yeah. Well, I might. I don't know. But no. I, think, I think I'm on your side today. Um, the first thing is that three threesome, um, the, the three stooges. I think that I really don't like if Carson is the one making those decisions. And I think that he thinks that they're just going to kind of follow him blindly. And I don't think that's going to go well for him at all. I think they're both going to sniff it out immediately and be like, what the fuck is he doing? Um, That's an aside. Carolyn, y'all. They had a little bit, you know, when they have these cute little like 35 second character arcs where they like show the person struggling. And then just 30 seconds later, they kind of show them like, talking through it in a confessional and overcoming it carolyn was like i want to be in this new tribe like i want to be like able to have conversations with people but like i just can't and i can't force it and they're talking about how she was talking about how hard it was and then she had that weird line where she said i like sweating and no one laughed i thought that was hilarious i thought it was a great thing to say um that's a minnesota joke (laughs) it's really deep ties but then they like finish it with her by the sunset like chatting with people like she's normal and she's not normal um i think that that little character arc i'm loving what i'm seeing out of carolyn she is so so the opposite of jamie she is so locked in on what people's emotions are i think oh it is just it is amazing i think that's really perceptive about the little mini character arcs and i feel like carolyn's maybe had one or two of those already Mm -hmm. where within an episode we see something not going her way and then she figures it out or learns something or talks through it or makes a decision and then it works out and i like i said i i think she's sticking around bryce are you yeah. are you on michael's side with this one you know i'm you, you know i'm i'm episode to episode man my whole <laughs> life i live it on the edge whatever i'm feeling that day i'm feeling but yeah. 
I where we all live on the edge. <laughs> I actually wrote down some positives for Carolyn. Well, let's hear them. Amazing episode. I'm I'm talking like I am saying top tier of the top tier mm-hmm. Tony level episode. Yes. Wow. Like actually insane. And so here's my points for this. Yes, the correct. miniature player arc that you're talking about, 100%. But there was also an edit right when they went to the beach where she got a bit of a villain edit and you saw the music kind of playing in the background. Mm-hmm. They tossed Kane in there for a second, but then rounded it out with Carolyn again. And she just felt like she was there to cut some people's heads off. Like it was a beautiful play, or like just a villain type of character edit that I really enjoyed. Um, and she just like, she had a great episode, man. It wasn't going for her, but mm-hmm. she was the one that it should go for. Jamie, you're not the MVP. We can clearly see who the MVP is right now. It's, it's Thank Carolyn, you. man. Like you want to be on Carolyn's side. She knows what's going on. She was right about Josh's idol. No one wanted to listen because Carolyn's the crazy person. No one wanted to listen. <laughs> Nobody. It was such an absurd scene where she just said, oh yeah, here's what happened. As the viewer, we had seen exactly what happened. She stated it clearly, concisely, perfectly. And everyone was like, yeah, okay. So here's what we actually think happened. Is It wasn't that. It Which was, is wild. It, it was... It was... Speechless, Bryce. I'm speechless. I'm happy we keep interrupting each other because I'm speechless. It was that nuts. Continue. It was. And like, it was just the Franny and Matt show. And Jamie might have hopped in there. I don't even know. There was just people talking up the kazoo who shouldn't be able to talk with what Carolyn has put out there and shown us in her gameplay. And this was the last thing I wanted to say about Carolyn. Is my biggest fear with Carolyn is that she is coming out a little bit too strong. I know Michael or Harv, we've talked about this a couple of times, right? And that the people that know she's a threat are still in the game. She did nothing. I don't know if it was the fear of anything, but she just sat there and she knows what's going on, but she didn't, she freaking voted for Kane. I know we text about this. She was the only strange vote. I don't know why, but Carolyn did a great episode she, uh, top notch top tier i love it also her emotional intelligence her read of people is something that it's it's Siri level like it is up sandra level it is top tier she knows what is going on it's impressive man it shout is. out to sorry all the counselors out there she definitely has a psychology degree she's in some sort of so she shout out all the counselors out there that's for real I love that analysis, Bryce. I absolutely yeah. love the analysis. Um, just astonishing to really good television for her to have the moment with Danny and Brandon at the retreat. And then when they all went to the beach and she had the same moment where she was just narrating how stupid everyone looked. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. Um, God, really. Can I, say, can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you think my survivor opinions are sexist sometimes. <laughs> I'm being straight up. I'm being 100% honest. Okay. Uh, hey, I think about this sometime. Because I didn't like Erica. I didn't like Marianne. I have not liked Carolyn so far. And I've been thinking about this. That has nothing to do with my opinion on Carolyn today. I truly do believe she had a great episode. But like, do you sometimes think about it? Like, I'm like, I just don't enjoy their personalities. Wasn't one of your favorite characters last season? A woman? 
Jealous, oh, yeah. I forget her name. Oh, Sandra. Not, yeah, oh, Sandra. Oh. Not, not Sandra. Uh, oh no, Cassidy was on my team. No, but... wait, wait. what was her name? Jesse and uh, Carla. Oh, San- Carla. Oh, Carla. Carla. Sorry. Yes, Carla. No, I and, love Carla. Um, but yes, that is true. But sometimes I just feel that way. What? Yeah. No, I think that's a really good question, Bryce. And I actually, as you were talking about Carolyn, the the thought that was coming to my mind was kind of exactly what you're saying but just from a different angle of like we've talked about this on the pod off the pod but the f- I, I, let me zoom out a little bit survivor is a social game it reflects the world that we're in and i think the way people approach it is like it is the world we're in where the things that are rewarded in the real world are also rewarded in survivor mm. where people go after the big strong males because that's kind of what we're told is important in society. And so they're like, that must be important. It's a physical game. It's all this. It matters, dude, that it doesn't matter. That is not a single ounce of survivor anymore. Maybe back in the teens. Sure. Ozzy's awesome. He's really important. He's a threat. James is scary, but now in modern day survivor, that is nothing to do with who's going to win the game uh, at final tribal. And people are still acting like it is and talking about physical threats and Danny and Brandon have their meat alliance. Carolyn's fucking running the table. She's running the show right now and no one's realizing it. And the only reason is what Bryce just talked about is her, her emotional uh, awareness and her ability to read the situation. That's what matters in, in modern survivor and people aren't picking that up. And it's maybe it's, you know, subliminal or unconscious bias of sexism or whatever it is, but like, it's been shown over and over again and people are still missing the mark on, on what wins this game. I think you're exactly right. I think that I think of those teen seasons almost in the opposite way though, where, where they do reward, they did reward what was rewarded out in the past. Like that's what I think. Like, especially 17 was like a really, 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 really good example of that Gabon where they just like, everything was almost to a T like what was like in the, I feel like a general perception. Um, but yeah, she's regardless of threat. I think that she and people like that are now running Survivor, and it's pretty, pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, and I just want to say, um, beautifully said, Harv. I will say that was um, well said, and I do think Survivor, in a way, I mean, not even in a way. It definitely it's been showing that, and I think Survivor's evolved with how society is kind of involved in terms of like where we were in the 2000s where the show started and now in terms of like you know what i mean like it's it's deeper we've gotten deeper and i think society in a way has gotten a little deeper i don't know if that makes sense i'm kind of going off the cuff here but yeah but let's say let's also mention the fact that they're they are not higher they're not bringing on average joes Mm -hmm. uh anymore and so like i think that probably society is still pretty oh 100 basic yeah, no, thank you for calling me on that, Michael. I, I'm I'm with Sorry. you. I do think that's that's true and like definitely a lot of work. But, but not the world I, that all of us live in. Like I think exactly. a lot of us are living in the depths. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I do want to say the one thing that really caught my eye hard when you were speaking was about like the way it does shadow the real world in terms of when Carolyn was talking to Brandon and Danny, right? We talked about this last week. My coworker, she said to me, she said that that made me feel or like I've definitely been in those conversations. Like I could see myself in Carolyn's spot right now where two guys are just talking and I'm not involved. Like that's a real world example that we're just seeing portrayed on television. And that's why it's the greatest social experiment. That's all I got to say. Survivor is, it doesn't get better than survivor. 
I love it. Um, I think that's a great place to leave it uh, for that convo. We got a, a few more things uh, to touch on this episode and we will uh, circle up on them after this break. I feel like we were damn near could have got, gotten started without starting recording there. That would have been dangerous. Would we have ran it back to get it recorded or we would have just cut our losses and called it good? I would have soloed the episode. I would have listened to it and <laughs> soloed it back in the mic. You would have played both or all three yeah. sides. Yeah. And I would have changed my voice for all of them. Oh, Bryce, I don't think that's true. Who is that? Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> And we're back. Thank you for uh, sticking around through the ads, helping us pay our bills. Uh, next thing in this episode, uh, we, we get to the, um, it's not quite an immunity challenge, but I guess it is. Um, it's to, to win your merge buff and guarantee your safety through this first merge vote. We've got uh, two teams of six coming up here. Uh, six people will get the buff and be safe. Six people will be up for the vote. Um, but all 12 uh, will get to vote minus Matt, of course, um, who lost his vote. Uh, early on in the season. So um, before we get started, um, Jeff says, and, and Danny talks about it, the uh, the massive luck factor in this particular challenge where they're, they're just drawing rocks um, for the teams and how this is such a pivotal immunity. If you are only six options to vote out here, someone can get voted out just like that at, uh, at the merge vote. And there's nothing you can do about it just because your, your team, the rocks get drawn and it is what it is. And Danny completely acknowledges how much luck just plays a factor into survivor um, writ large, which I think is important to say, we all talk about it off of air, but um, I, I don't know how much survivor says that, you know, in the 43 minutes of every single episode. And I think it's important personally just to understand kind of how the show works to be like, hey, it's not just like Gabler was the best player last season, no matter what. And however you slice it, that's the only thing you can take away. Like there's a lot going on. It's, it's a complicated game. Yes, I do disagree a little bit, though. And here's what I'll say. OK, yes, luck obviously plays a role. I don't think that luck plays that big of a role in this drawing rock situation. Considering, think about all the top players we just discussed, all the players we've been discussing. I think Carolyn might have been the only one that would have, of those great players, had their team lost, been on the block. We were talking about how Danny's playing a great game. Danny was not in any danger. Um, we talked about, we've been talking about Carson. Carson would not have been in danger. I don't think Heidi would have been in danger. I don't think, um, I guess Jam Jam wasn't danger. Carson's not up for vote. Carson. Oh, no, I know. I'm saying, if. I'm saying. Oh, yeah, I yeah, and I, I, I do agree. Well, Danny's up for vote, though. Okay, and he, and this, his name yeah. was brought up zero times. This is probably like the seventh or eighth most. Uh, like if you had to do a percentage of what one instance uh required a lot of luck, and whoever benefited from it continued on in the game. This is probably like the seventh or eighth most significant. Um, one of yeah. the more significant ones being whoever got to go on that first journey and got a free idol. Like that was super lucky. Mm -hmm. If you happen to get that, like there's, there's so many different things. It's, yeah. I just, I'm just glad that they said the word. Which luck. free idol? Uh, yeah. Well, there's two actually the one where Josh and Carson and whoever, where they switched tribes and got a free idol. And then the other but one, really where, only one of them, only one of them got that idol because it true. was dead. After yeah. one tribe. True. Um, and then the one where, uh, Sarah and Matt and Carson, someone early on, risked oh, their vote. Lauren, Lauren, Lauren risked their vote early on and but, got advantages. Yeah, there's just a lot of different things. But, I'm just glad that they said that luck plays a factor in survival. Yeah, 
A hundred percent. Cause I'm sure Josh is at home saying that that was unlucky. He was on that tribe. Like, and I'm sure if Jamie would have went home, she would have said it was unlucky because she's the greatest player of all time. But like, I think there's some people that are saying it's, I mean, luck does play a bit of a role in there. There is some luck. No, I agree. And I think that there's a lot of people that will say, and I'm sure I've said it, and I'm sure I've said the opposite. You can pull up like the Skip Bayless of me arguing against myself. I'm positive <laughs> this has happened. But people will say there's too many twists and turns in Survivor now. I don't think this is one that we need to be as concerned about as people might be concerned yeah. about. I think that this is a really fine. The, yeah. the only thing that I wish happened was that they didn't merge and they maybe tribe swapped again. I'm a big tribe swap guy, but I don't think this one's that concerning. That's all. Yeah. This yeah. is old news. This was a big move back in like the teens. Like we don't need right. it. Anymore. And it would have been a lot worse if they still had the hourglass. That was like a yeah. catastrophic event oh. in terms of luck and how it impacted the game. This is extremely minor compared to Okay. That. But who'd you guys think when you saw the two teams that were divvied out, who'd you think was going to win? Um, I don't ever think a tribe is going to win a challenge based on who's on the tribe because it's all based on the puzzle and there's no way to guess who's going to win the puzzle. Literally the physical part of challenges. This one, I will say, this this ball that they were pushing around was so large and inhibitive that if the wrong six people were on a tribe, they might have just not been able to move it. Like it could have gotten if Brandon and Josh, Brandon, yeah, Brandon and Heidi switched or whatever, yeah. If Brandon yeah. and Danny were on the same tribe, the other tribe just might not have gotten it. So that's a potential thing to bring up. But um, in general, yeah, I, I agree. I didn't have like a strong feeling going into it where it was like, oh, this is unbalanced. I had a feeling that the the Caroline uh, or Carolyn, excuse me, Carolyn, that the Carolyn Carson, Brandon Heidi tribe was going to lose. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I really did um interesting part of it is i'm i have a natural fandom for carolyn so i'm just trying to look out for her um but i really did not have a good feeling and it wasn't a good start i mean they were yeah i mean they were pretty much neck and neck to get on the puzzle well honestly i i saw carson and and brandon and i was like oh i'm pretty confident in this orange team just because brandon's so big and carson does all the puzzles and then when we got to the puzzle when he was doing it, I was like, I'm sure I've seen this scene of him doing this before. Like, mm-hmm. I'm 100% positive. Not only are you correct, but he even said after the challenge that he had done this puzzle before. Um, yeah. So. And it was so, like, he he was moving. I don't even remember who he was trying to do it with, but he just kept moving them. Oh, it was Matt. Matt. He, was, he just kept moving Matt out of the way. Like, Matt, I'm going to put this one here. Like, just put all the puzzle pieces down and let me do the puzzle. So yeah. th- we don't we don't need to do a full um grand jury breakdown of this i think maybe after the season it could be a more interesting conversation this is the third time i think that it's been mentioned that someone says they know exactly how to do a puzzle and they've practiced this exact Mm. puzzle before this season alone the first time i was like oh that's a cool little nice job you prepared good job now it's getting to the point where i'm like this doesn't feel like what survivor's about it's not about who can memorize puzzles Mm. the best it's about who can react in the situation and figure it out so we don't need to get into it I just uh, hearing it again, I was like, uh, I don't like it as much as I did the first time. That's a great recap question. Really good recap question. I have some thoughts on that already. I'm excited to discuss. I love it. Um, okay. So like we said, um, Matt and Franny, the lovebirds win um, immunity here along with Carson, Carolyn, Brandon, and Jamie. Um, that sends Danny, Josh, Kane, Heidi, Lauren, and Jam Jam uh, to, to travel here without their buffs. Um, Carson practiced this puzzle before, like we said um 
we'll get to survivor survivor here at the end but i was really happy um the way it shook out that matt wasn't going to tribal because i i was worried about him without a vote and uh <laughs> him and franny both available to vote for i felt like he might uh might go home if that hadn't gone his way um mm-hmm. immediately after um the immunity challenge brandon within eight seven six seconds um throws out kane's name no real strategic reason other than Kane voted for him uh, six tribals previously, and he didn't like that, which my first reaction was like, Brandon, you're a fucking idiot. It doesn't matter. Get over it. Move on. But then my second reaction was like, well, if someone was gunning for you earlier, maybe they're gunning for you now. And that's the only person, you know, is a threat to you. Maybe I kind of get it, but it felt unnecessary. I don't know. Um, Don't mean to fact check. Matt brought up Kane's name. Um, and Brandon then followed up by saying we were friends, but he also tried to vote for me first. So I will say it was Matt that brought up Kane. Okay. Um, um, however, the beef is such a weird, it's very similar to the Jam Jam situation earlier in this episode that Kane and Brandon thing was like when Josh was really pissy about Jam Jam voting for, for him. And it's just like Jam Jam has an aside. He's like, yeah, you were on one side. I was on the other. Like, what did you think was going to happen? And like that's the same thing with this Brandon Kane stuff. Like it's like the game's the game, man. Like you can't be all um oh look at us on our soapbox. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, I can't even really think of the so word. Bad. Yeah, I was trying to come up with an office quote there, and I couldn't think of the one word I was trying to say. So like you just can't be all like pouty face, man. The game's the game. You're gonna get votes against you. No, yeah, very rare to someone not get a vote against them. Like take it, learn from it, go freaking beat some ass. Like. Don't be so pissy pouty about it. Go beat some ass. Don't be so pissy pouty about it. Come yes. on. <laughs> What's your chest? Um. Yeah, and then that is when they all, at that moment, is when they all disrespect the fuck out of Caroline trying to yeah. tell them. Caroline, fuck. That. It's a tough one. Um. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. That was This is when the idle conversation actually happened and everyone just ignored her. Um. And the the hilarity that ensued of them trying to determine if Josh's idol was fake. Um. Franny then tells Josh that the vote is on Kane. Uh, Josh goes to Jam Jam and kind of half-heartedly says we should work together to get Kane out so the vote's not on either one of us. If you guys, so we're all playing Survivor, we're we're in and out, going to Tribal, this and that. Bryce and Michael have gone at each other, gone to Tribal four times and have gone directly head-to-head two times. But neither of you got voted out, but like you guys are just at odds. It's mm-hmm. not going well. Michael comes up to you, Bryce, the first vote after the merge and says all in the past don't even think about it again we're working together let's go get this guy out are you even considering working with him after multiple times of you guys going against each other mm, that's a good question i i i'm just the side of i'm never going to give up something until it's truly done maybe that is truly done right um i think it's very situ- situational as well with that question but like if he's my only vote, of course I'm going with him. But if I have options, I'm going to pursue those other options harder than working with Michael. Like, I know Michael's just a dirtbag, and he's going <laughs> to do me bad again. So. That was a, not a great answer, Harv. I know it wasn't very that's left or right, need. but that's how I feel. I think you have to analyze the situation. I mean, if if I remember correctly, he said it just in front of Jam Jam, right? Yeah, I think, so. I think if he could have had that conversation in front of maybe two other people and got a solid group of four where he's like, hey, like, we're just going to put this behind us, like, at least for this vote. Like, right. Like, I know they want votes moving forward, but 
I think that would have been a more effective way to do it. I think you just kind of, I just think it was very insincere. And Yeah, but if you're Josh, who are you going to after Jam Jam? If you your name's on the block, who who's going to vote with you? Probably the other person with their name on the block. That's true. He's kind of trying to bring it. Carolyn and Kane to have a deck. Kane can't probably, Kane can probably not be a part of that conversation as I think back on it, but there should be someone else. Like you could maybe bring in Kane and Lauren or not mm. oh, Carolyn and Lauren or Carolyn and Heidi and be like, guys, look at Danny. Look at right. so many other players. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Harv, I have a question for you. I don't think there's a player on this season who is willing. Let me rephrase this. Jam Jam said that everyone's voting for him because he's not aligned with anybody. But in my mind, that makes him a free agent. And I don't think there's a player on this season who is ready to scoop up a free agent for a big vote. And my next point is, if you replaced Kane and Jamie with Carla and Jesse, would this season be one of the best seasons of all time. So it has some fuck it has some characters. That would um, be crazy. I like, they're what, more strategic. Yeah. They're a little bit more moving pieces to make votes than I think people so far I, have been. I would argue if you'd have to I would say take out Lauren and Heidi instead of those instead of the other two, to be honest with you, because I think you need some balance there. I do expect big things from Heidi, and I do. I, do expect, I, do, I think it. Lauren can be powerful, but like they if they're not willing to make a move right now because those are the two that are really in 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 a spot where they could make a difference. Like they yeah. could pull in, they could go be a part of that Carolyn, yeah, jam jam group if they yeah. wanted to. Like, so I think it's that their angel. passiveness is actually what's making um, some things uh, slow moving. We have an easy vote here. I mean, easy, easy vote. For your first question, do we have any lines in the sand drawn right now? Like, do we know anyone that's definitely together? We think Carolyn, Jam, Jam, and Carson. We're pretty sure Matt and Franny, obviously. We think maybe Danny and Brandon. Yeah, I but mean, in terms of kinda... like, yeah, like you have the loose tribal alliances and then who you liked. But the reason why they were picking off Jam Jam was just the statement of people saying, he isn't with anybody. He has no alliances. So they were just like easy vote out. So I think that is more where I'm coming from than like there are strict lines. He is just a very loose line that no one wants to take advantage of. Yeah. And I just, I guess they would need something that they want to get done or a name that they want to get out in order to want to take advantage of him. I don't know if there's anyone that's like, oh, we're a group of three. They're a big threat to us. We have to get Jam Jam under our wing to take them out. Like I feel like everyone's right. kind of on even playing field right now. Mm. I would say that maybe Heidi, Lauren, Kane, and Danny. Isn't that a original tribe? Yeah, the original. Yeah, yeah. I think that that four, group of four may pull Brandon in, and that's where I would consider the, the majority right now. Um, wow. We haven't seen that come to fruition at all, and based on yeah. the survivor, I don't know that it will. So I guess that's a good point, yeah. but that's what I had thought. That was my, yeah. And I'm going to say one more thing. I think that everyone's kind of on this weird, even playing field. And I was expecting more from this more merge episode. I think this is a big point in the direction of a tribe swap. Cause I feel like a tribe swap 
would allow you to have a little bit more in-depth tribal compared to this massive tribal where the vote wasn't very fun in the end. So I would love that. Do you mean like uh, instead of having um, the murgatory where half get the buff, half don't, and then everyone gets to vote, we just split into two random tribes of six. Losers of the immunity challenge go to tribal, only six people vote. And then at 11, we actually merge kind of thing. Or at 10, I, we actually merge or whatever. I was, th- I was thinking 10. Do two more. Yeah. Do uh-huh. two more. If you can bust out of there, 5-5. Five, five. All the alliances are switched up. If you bust out of there at 6-4, the alliances are still switched up. And now you have a little bit more interesting where one person is the swing vote yeah. in this 5-5, five, 6-4 five, type of matchup. I think those are a little bit more successful. It, it really depends on how you how you bust out of there, but otherwise I think it, it could be pretty good. I mean, it's all about a good bust. Yeah, so Gotta have the bust. God, I haven't busted in like how many years has it been? Two or three? It was the last bust, a good bust I got in, I think. <laughs> slap that arm away. Um, but, so, I just want to say, Jeff, if you're listening, I know you listen to all of our episodes and we talk to you every single episode, and this week it's about production. Merge at ten, make it fun, do a little tribe swap. <laughs> Thank you. I know Jeff doesn't put a whole lot of thought into the show, um, so our ideas probably will spur some some creative juices that he hasn't even considered. So it'll be good. Um, the rest of the episode from here, there's a few back and forths. People kind of he just yeah, goes home. He yeah, goes people kind of Kane tries to switch up the vote. Josh and Jam Jam are pushing different ways. The one thing I. Why don't people press harder on the fake idol? Like, why doesn't someone at tribal be like, prove you have an idol? Like, I, it doesn't really gain or lose anything. Just like, see what he does with it. But it doesn't matter. He goes it's home. It's because it's because Carolyn's the only one playing the fucking game. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, so Josh is Gonzo. Um, not that surprising. Um, I guess now is a good time to get into studs and duds. Um, for the episode, yes. um, I would love to start it off because my dud is Josh. Like, he's just he's just not good. I don't have much more to say. He's not great at the game. He's not horrible, not the worst player we've ever seen, but he is not good at the game. And this was not his best episode. I like that one, Harv. Someone had to take the person who got voted out because obviously kind of he just, he yeah. had to, he had to be a out. It was a cop kind out. of a cop out, but I like the pick. Hard, hard to argue that one. Yeah. Who's your dud, Michael? Oh, my dud is Manny or Fratty. Have we decided? Both oh, of them the whole the unit. Both of them as a unit were duds this episode. Oh. Absolute duds. That is Matt and Franny for those yep. at home. Took um, me a few seconds to catch up okay. to you guys on that one. Matt throwing Kane's name out for no reason. And that's the only reason I knew that it was Matt throwing Kane's name out because I just watched the film. Um, hated that look. Really cringy, I guess maybe cute moment about the reward stuff where he's like i don't want to take you like do you yeah. tell people we're together oh, oh okay i won't tell anyone we're together like are you a fan of the relationship yeah hey i love that like i said You're just two, Mac- two McAllister lovebirds it really warms my heart <laughs> however i think they're gutting this episode also at that same feast josh is very adept is what matt said and he's a huge threat and then Franny goes, he is a very good social player. It's like, you guys, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. He's a dud, as we've learned. Mm-hmm. So I think that these two actually had a bad episode. Um, and I do not like the trajectory for them. This is only seven days after my Franny W projection. <laughs> um, yeah, a little echo chamber between them right there. I just um, don't, I didn't like what they brought 
I didn't like yeah. that they brought. I think that they're starting to hear each other as sounding boards and think everything they say is a great idea. Yeah, I'm with you. That is a good point. Uh, mine, although I hate Jamie, but that's every episode. I'm gonna go with Carson. I think his move Ooh. of telling, of telling, my guy Kane, and Kane going straight to Brandon. Um, we saw K- Carson being flustered for the first time. Carson stood there and didn't know what to say or didn't know how to act. That was. The first time that I'm a little scared for Carson, I think he really has his game by the throat, but a little bit of a hiccup. And then he also just kind of, um, it might've helped him a little bit in terms of people being like, oh, maybe he doesn't really know what he's doing, but a little hiccup. I'm a little worried about that. It was really cute seeing Brandon and him have that conversation, like just a very open conversation about how Brandon, and I think it probably is because of Brandon's experience in the NFL and like responsibility and vulnerability. Mm-hmm. But it's like, he's just like, dude, like that was just a dumb move. Like, why would you yeah. do that? We yeah. can't have that. And mm-hmm. so I thought that was a cool little exchange between them, but I agree. It was yeah. a stupid move on. Could see Carson and Kane coming together for this mega alliance. It's been put in the cards, but that was I a th- tough move. I think that the little nerdy, like Kane is really excited to bond with people about the nerd nerdiness. I think he's struggling out there. He is. Ner- nerds stick together. Yeah. Um, for my stud, I actually, you know, I don't have anyone that obviously won the episode for me, but the one thing, even though I don't love the the meta of it that stuck out was Carson again, being prepared for the puzzle. Um, that's only going to become more valuable. I think the, as the immunity challenges go on. And I think that's just a great thing to have in your back pocket to, to be prepared for something that other people might not be. If you can win immunity at final six, when your name's on the line, like shit, that goes a long way. So I think we're going to get a Carson episode soon where he does a lot and is really Mm. impressive. I don't think he can win it. Um, I just being that young and going against uh, a try or a a jury of eight to 10 people that are all 10 to 20 to 30 years older than you and picking you apart and asking you really difficult questions is not easy to do. And I feel like he, like we saw this episode, could get flustered in that situation. But um, the puzzles continue to be really impressive. And he's going to make a name for himself with that alone, I think. And it was impressive again uh, today. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. And what we can't overlook is the right before they fake merge, the shot of him with his glasses on and the fire in his eyes. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that that is a really important um, little, little nugget um, as we start to see identify those throughout the season um look we came into this episode and we knew who my stud was going to be all right yeah i didn't want to take it off the board for you carolyn is fucking playing yep and the really good thing that she has you guys had mentioned someone said earlier like everyone that knows she's playing is still in the game that's not true the only person is jam 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 carson carson no you got to say carson no dude carson thinks that he's running these two carson thinks that he is in charge of both of them what was 100%. the vote? What was the vote where Carolyn, where Jam Jam woke up to Carolyn? What was that vote earlier? Um, that was she... when Rachel went Sarah. home. Sarah. Sarah went home. Sarah yeah, went home. When Josh switched over, yes. That and was so the first... Carson wasn't there. Yes. But Jam Jam and Carson are, are on the same beach. Like they, they are. So it's just a matter of if they've if they've connected on that. It's a matter of if they've connected on it. And it's a matter of how credible Jam- uh, Carson thinks that is because True. people don't respect Carolyn I don't at think all. That, and True. I also don't think that people respect Jam Jam. It's okay. a situation where they both can do crazy ass shit, but and there's, no one's going to believe it. There's three of them left and no one has admitted to having the idol yet from that beach. 
You don't think someone's going to be skeptical? I, no, dude. I, I think that they've forgotten. I think that they literally they forgotten Sarah, about Nidal. Sarah got voted out with it or something. They don't That's, think Terrible. Wow. Carson wouldn't they be mentioning think... that. Carson wouldn't be mentioning that every second. Like we would get a visual of that. There's no I, way they think it. And I think that um and I think that uh her just like awareness is something that Carson does not have. Carson is all like this is where I am with this person, this person, this person. It's all about his perspective. I think that Carolyn is in touch with what's going on. And I know I've emphasized that. Um yeah, I don't and I don't think that anyone's gonna believe Jam Jam. If he's like, she's playing super, super hard. I mean, he doesn't articulate things very well either. Oh no, stop it. What? I I really I don't like guys. I'm I'm serious. She's gonna be fourth or fifth last person, like top five, top four, but she's getting voted out before the final three. Because and... she's such a big threat. That's a really good observation, Bryce. <laughs> but you know what like, I mean? Almost like there was a was there a, a Carla in last season or something similar <laughs> happened or so this is crazy. You guys are making fun of me right now because I'm, I'm saying she's going to get voted out. Me. Yeah, you're coming after me because I'm saying she's getting voted out. But then when I say she's going to get voted out soon, you guys don't think that she anybody knows about the idol or no one's considering her. She's going to get voted out soon. Okay, so you're you're picking you're saying, "Okay, there's 12 in the chamber. There's there's one in the chamber of 12 and I'm going to play Russian roulette with it." That's not that ballsy of a decision. Of course you she, she it's might It's not get... supposed to be ballsy. Well... I'm not saying she's going home next vote. I'm just saying she's going home soon and everybody knows that she's a player now. You and... just said she's going home soon, but 2 seconds ago you said that she was going to make it in the top 4 or 5. I'm just How, how I'm much just... how many more episodes do you think we got? Are we in only like final 11? Yeah. How many episodes do you think we got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight episodes left? No, because the last three is final five. Yeah. Or the last episode is final five. It's probably like five or six episodes left. And I said eight? No, not even close. Yeah, brutal. I was hoping I said seven and I could. But that's the thing. Like, I don't think she's making it. Oh, I did say final five. You know what? (laughs) She's making it. Um, All I'm saying is that I. I'm sorry. I'm spending way too much time on my stud. Um, but it, I think she's got, I think she's going to be just fine. She's got some legs to her. And the, and I did say earlier, I just think the fact that she, she didn't wait, do anything this episode wait, you're has arguing, really helped her. You're arguing that this is my stud of the episode when you literally were raving about how great this episode was for her? Yeah, I said I was going to make you mad by the end of the episode, so I had to figure out a time to do it. <laughs> Buzzer beater. Yeah. Last <laughs> who, second. Who's your stud, Bryce? Um, I, I got um well, first of all, I do want to say that um I believe Carson, Yam Yam, and Carolyn final three would be the most interesting final tribal. To hear all three try and articulate their game would be phenomenal television to watch. But <laughs> my stud of the game, I have two. First is survivor producers. So I got um five because there's like four producers. I don't know. But I got the producers on this one because they made me a fan out of Carolyn. And I really enjoyed their edit of Kane and Carolyn and all the intro to the merge. And they turned a boring episode into something that was actually kind of interesting. We've talked on it for about an hour and a half. So, you know, right. like there's some there's some managing there. But also Danny. Um, Danny not voting with Brandon in the meat alliance and voting in the majority, I think, was a big play by him. And kind of took a little bit of the sh- the shadow off of him and put it onto Brandon. He still has an idol. I think he's going to be around for a couple more episodes. He 
I think he's a final six player. I like it. I really like it too. I think that um yeah, I think that the 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 breakdown is something that is interesting. Right? I don't think it's something we have time to get into, but the breakdown of how people voted is interesting and it's probably not worth it for this yeah. episode, but if something happens next episode, we can always come back and talk about it yeah. because yeah. it could be telling or it could be just kind of random. I think the I think... Carolyn vote is pretty interesting, but we don't really know why she did it. Voting for Kane is so weird, man. Yeah. But like I also, think it's so so Carolyn. It's so Carolyn. And I think now she has a path back into oh, yam yam, you're on my side. Like mm. it but you know, it's one of those things. I think it's very important now that we're in the merge to, to keep track of who's voting for who. And I think it's mm. telling. Now that Kane has voted for Jam Jam and Brandon, you know, probably not a good look. Yep. So can we go over who everyone chose for Survivor last week? Yep. Last week, um, Survivor, Survivor, I had Matt, who did not go uh, or was not eligible to be voted out at um, Tribal. So I was not stressed. And Michael and Bryce both had uh, people eligible to be voted out, though neither of their names were ever even mentioned in uh, Danny and Lauren. Yeah. Um, so through five Survivor, Survivor um, selections, we are all still alive. Um, we have each picked one person who has gone home. So we're kind of neck and neck here. Michael has two. Uh, I've chosen two. Michael has two now. With Michael Josh has, oh, Josh and MGM. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Um, so Michael's got a slight lead maybe, or at least a few more options um, available than Bryce and I do. Um, anyone ready to go? I'm pulling up the people who are left. Um, we've got, I'll just run through it. Uh, Jam Jam, Matt and Franny, Brandon and uh, Danny. Kane, Carson, whoopsies, where did I just go on this page? Kane, Carson, Lauren, Heidi, Jamie, and Carolyn. Have I picked Heidi yet? You have not. Just go ahead and pencil that one in for me, please. Michael's got Heidi on. We are in absolute survival mode right now. Yeah, this is where it gets really stressful because it can the wind can blow anyway. So wait, is there a situation where we just won't be able to vote for, for to pick someone? That, yeah. would be kind of a bummer. that would be wild if we all stayed alive the whole way. It feels like options are going to get limited here pretty quick, though, because like I can't pick four yeah. people that are exactly left yeah. out of it. So That's the I mean. and three votes, the the numbers are going to go the wrong way if I'm still alive. Yeah, we may have to have a reset at some point if we continue if we keep picking correctly. But I'll take Heidi. As we, yeah, um, I told you guys I was going to do some research on this and I did no research. So <laughs> I'm stuck between Brandon and Matt B. Those are the only two people you can pick. No, I got, oh. a, I got a few left, but I want to okay. keep Jamie around. I also want to keep, um, Carson and Franny. So, um, and Heidi. So I'm thinking about, I thought you picked Jamie second. Was that I picked Jamie first? I thought you tailed me on that. I one. think I might have picked Jamie. Yeah. No, you yeah. haven't picked Jamie yet, Bryce. Oh, I, I have Jamie. I was. I no, just I checked think... the notes, so that's I'm a glad good you, save. You didn't call me crazy there. Um, I think I'm gonna go with one of these two are going home this episode, Brandon or Matt B. So who is it? Let's flip a coin. Who's got a coin ready? I got you. Heads is heads is Brandon. Tails is Matt B. Let's go. Heads Matt B, tails Brandon, because I want Matt B to be the one that's yeah. picked. Oh well, do you want to just pick him? Nope. Okay. Um, hey Siri, flip a coin. Heads. 
heads. Happy it is. Happy it is. All righty. All right, Matt is Bryce's pick, and so, I am. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say Brandon's going home this episode for anyone that's listening. Call, <laughs> heard it here first. Put him money down in Vegas. That is how we know. I'm gonna uh, drop Lauren down. Nice. I think Lauren's gonna last. Is Lauren the first one that's been taken by all of us? Uh, I believe so. Because Bryce never picked Josh. Yep. And uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I, I haven't I picked Danny yet. I didn't get an MGM one. That's a tough one. Yeah, that would have been a nice one. I haven't picked Carson yet either, which I'm looking forward to. I know. Carson's just sitting I'm there waiting him. for us. Yeah. <laughs> this has been pretty good, honestly. We're six episodes in. No one's died yet. That's pretty good. Yeah. We've had a couple close calls. Two, I think two close calls. I had a close call with Josh, and Harv had a close call with Josh. Jeez, some balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get a Josh call. That's tough. I should have paid, taken him. Uh, I love it. All right. All well, right. any any final thoughts on the episode or what's to come? I'm excited for the last last few episodes here of the season. Oh, I do have something that I want to say. If you guys have a chance, go back, rewatch the episode, listen to the way about middle of the episode, Jam Jam says, says the word gratification. It is one of the most adorable and just <laughs> lovely things that I've ever heard in my life. He's talking about, do I want to vote with Josh or do I want to, do I want to vote with Josh and get Kane out or do I want to vote and get Josh out? And he goes, it would give him great gratification, but the way he says it is just delightful. So that's all. Instant gratification. <laughs> exactly it. Gratification. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I, I got nothing. That's that's the best way to end it. Well, uh, I got a ton of gratitude for you guys uh, and all of our listeners too. We uh, we appreciate you guys sticking around for the pod, and uh, we'll be back in your ears uh, next week uh, after this coming episode of Survivor. So, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the flippity flip. Gratification to the children. <laughs>